0: Thanks for that as well. Keeping me company until seven o'clock tonight. Got my panel uh, Daniel Moylan, who's the former advisor to the prep, former now Prime Minister Boris Johnson, almost, isn't it? And uh, Dr. Lisa McKenzie, the ethnographer and academic. Good evening to Good both evening. of you. Good evening, um, Looking nice and summery, look. I like yeah, this. I'm, Very I'm nice and summery. Have got summer
1: into the studio? But... We have
0: got some... If you're listening and you're not uh, watching, you're missing out. We've got some bright yellow <laughs> hair to my left yeah. and a nice. Almost like a rainbow-esque tie to my right and I'm just... Flowers. In white. Yeah, white flowers. flowers. Yeah, Yeah. nice and summery Uh, in the studio. That's what we like today because it's boiling outside, isn't it? Goodness me. Uh, Right, did you watch the show last night, by the way? Did you like it? I did. It was good fun, wasn't it? Being out in a working man's club. I loved it. Uh, Talking to Liz Truss. So if you did watch that, let me know some of your thoughts that you had on that. Uh, Did you get the answers that you want? Uh, Did you get your vote cemented? Your mindset? Yes, that's the lady for me or not. Tell me your thoughts. And also, uh, tell me what you think about the Topics of the night, energy, uh, some estimates up to £5,000 now, goodness me. Uh, Donald Trump, has he been subject or is he being subject to a witch hunt? And protesters, £60 million of my and your taxes spent on policing the Extinction Rebellion process since 2019, goodness me. Uh, My email address, as always, gbviews at gbnews.uk. You can tweet me at gbnews or at Michelle Jubes. Don't forget, uh, when it comes to YouTube, is that your thing? You can download, uh, you can subscribe to us there. Often, by the way, people ask about subtitles and they'll get in touch and say, Michelle, why have you not got subtitles? Uh, we're waiting. Uh, I think there's a component or something we're missing. Uh, they'll be coming soon. But if you are someone that, uh, that needs subtitles or would like them, you can get them on YouTube as well if that's a help for you. Um, so just have a look, GB News on YouTube. And don't forget as well, you can listen to us on the radio, GB News uh, on DAB+. Plus, So wherever you are tonight, you're very, very welcome. Uh, Let's get straight into it, shall we, and talk about energy bills. You know, every day now, it seems to be going up and up and up and up and up. And it's frightening for so many people, isn't it? Uh, Lots of people with lots of different ideas, the latest bunch. Uh, Gordon Brown was speaking out today. I'm laughing when I say Gordon Brown because whenever I mention Gordon Brown... People write in and say, Gordon Brown, look at what he did with the gold. Uh, look at what he did with this. Lynn said, how can anyone, how can Gordon Brown give advice on anything? Him and Blair almost bankrupt the country. But um, I think let's leave Gordon Brown almost out of it for a second, but focus on the ideas, because what we do need right now is ideas. We can't carry on the way we're going, can we? Um, Lisa, the meeting between what many of the newspapers are calling the fat cats today, mm. the, the bosses of the energy companies, didn't really yield anything, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, so what are the answers? Nationalisation, renationalisation, Gordon Brown suggesting freezing the price cap, yeah. those kind of things. Where do you stand? I think
2: over the last few weeks, I think we, we all now realise that the price cap is not really a cap because every three months the price cap is remo- being removed. And if we're today talking about £5,000 a year, um, that is way... You know, there are families now that couldn't even dream to pay that. Um, I worked it out yesterday. So I think it was something like yesterday at 4,300, it was like £80 a week mm. that families were going to have to pay, which is £80 a week is, um, for some people, that's, that's their whole week. Mm. You know, so what are they going to do? Are they going to really have to choose whether to put the heating on or eat? I mean, that, that's the truth now. So I think we are at a point now where we have to think about radical solutions. And if we do have to uh re-nationalize the energy companies, because they're not trust, they can't be trusted,
0: you know? See, but then is- we're going to have to do it. But this doesn't stack up to me when I hear all of this conversation about nationalisation. Renat- Nationalise what?
2: I don't know. I mean, you know, we've got, we've got. I know. I'm <laughs> going to be honest. Uh, no. You know, We're we've
1: nationalised something. something.
2: Yeah. Well, we've got We're, Eon. We've got a So Eon is owned. Well, so Eon is owned by the French. You know. So well, don't you think that? All right. if, if we don't nas- re-nationalise them, then what do we do? Eon, because
1: look, Eon's be- distributor of, elect- of electricity. Yeah. Um, the people who are the company that's making the most money out of this.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the gas problem. Yeah, yeah. it's the
1: Russians. So these are the people who are actually making money from it. If you want to nationalize the fat cats, go nationalize a Russian company.
0: yeah, good Um, luck.
1: And good luck with that. Yeah, but Um, the thing is, Daniel, what? But over here, we've got people who do extract gas and oil from the North Sea. Yeah. And they are are making bumper profits over the last couple of months. But. They're already taxed at 65% headline rate But they're, they're still so what's making... So what's the right answer? Is it 75%, making. 80%? But, but and they if are you still... But they, them, Daniel, they're still making £7 billion, billion pounds
2: in profit.
1: Yeah, but that was BP made £7 billion yeah. in profit in the second quarter of this yeah. year. In the first quarter of this year, it made a loss.
2: But it's so, looking at making so, the same so amount a, of profit in the, so, next, in the next quarter. But they're already so paying... So we have got to do something. They're
1: already paying 65% tax on that profit. So what is it that you think is the right rate of tax, 80%, 90%? But let's say you nationalise them. Then the great thing you get at the moment about having private sector involvement is that it takes an awful lot of investment up front, a lot yes. of cash, yeah. to open up a new oil field or gas field. Yeah. And then once it's opened up, you get a lot of gas coming out of it. So where's the, if we want so to expand gas, is that going to come out of the Once you've nationalised them, is that going to come out of the taxpayer's pocket? Because that's just going to mean higher taxes. The, the, the risk of nationalisation is you end up with less okay. gas, less, less, less oil then, Dan, look, and higher taxes all at the we, same time. What can it's we a do? So, so let typical Gordon Brown So well, let right. me
2: ask you then. So we've got to admit that £5,000 energy bills a year is extortionate. It's robbery. And there are people who... Pensioners who are on a fixed income people who are, are on disability payments people who are not working they this is not they're not going to be able to afford that there is no money yeah but, I hear but, but what, what, what so what can, to, you, what, what can
1: you what can we do to do is well well the first thing is i, what, I, I can't afford already, that you're asking already, what to do right yeah, i'm telling you yeah the government is already spending 37 billion pounds over the next couple of months helping people it's not enough it's everyone says it's not enough it's not enough it's not enough, it's not enough. Because... Why? Because a consultancy has said that there might be a £5,000 price cap next year. That's actually what we're working on the basis of. Not actual facts, but some consultancy that's broadcast this. They may be right, they may be wrong. In the short term, something is actually happening to help people. By the time the new Prime Minister takes over, we can have a plan for doing something about it. What we can't do, in my view, is go back to the Covid-type thing of spraying public money everywhere because that has resulted in inflation of 10% monetary policy completely out of control. It's more like what Ian Duncan-Smith said, is identifying the sort of people you're talking about who, who really can't face this, the people with disability benef- on disability benefits, the vulnerable people...
2: But what about those who are on £10 an hour, measures
1: for them. people who
2: are working on £10 an hour are not going to be able to afford this either. You know, people who are working on fifteen pounds an hour aren't going to afford this. So well, they're, afford going this. Higher, they're going to have I to get this, higher
1: wages. I thought and this. And how was he going to do is, that? This is, this is this country at the moment has completely full employment. OK? You, the main complaint employers have in this country is they can't get enough cheap labour. Yeah, and the, the main complaint employees... Need, they, need, they need to pay better wages for people.
2: But but aren't we supposed to be on a, a wage um, cap as well?
0: No, there isn't. Saying... Thank
1: God there isn't a wage but, cap. But that's, that's what we've been rudder. told. But that's, that's what we've well, been told. We've been told that by the Bank of England. When the RMT and a few, and are a on strike... Hang on,
0: don't talk okay. over each other, because then people yep. can't hear okay. anyone.
1: I, I've never agreed with that. Um, we, there's no wage cap, thank God, in this country. No national wage cap, nor should there be. We had all that in the 70s. It is a total disaster. And it's an insult to working people to tell them that they can't, their wages can't keep up with inflation. So I don't believe in all of that, and it isn't policy. It is, Do you doesn't support the strikes, then? Law. No, I don't support strikes. <laughs> so how
2: are people going mean, to get higher wages? Totally,
1: strikes are a totally different matter. I so, don't support strikes. So
2: how, how, how are people going to get higher wages, then?
1: Well, uh, look, there is nothing that I have to teach the RMT or ASLEF about how to squeeze higher wages out of the public sector when you've got train drivers on sixty, seventy thousand pounds a year,
2: which is and, an extremely and, skilled and, job and, <laughs> and
1: and and wages in the rail sector which are way up there ahead of anything you get in, say, the bus sector, which is comparable in many ways.
0: Yeah, but hang on. Nothing no, I've got to teach
1: them about how to get higher wages.
0: Yeah, prices. but hang on, because, look, so let me just tell you this. So The bottom 20% um, of households, they have a disposable income, this is as of 2021, of £1,300 a year spare. And this equates to about 6 million homes. So 6 million homes have about £1,300 a year spare. That will be uh, low earners, uh, vulnerable, you mentioned, disabilities, pensioners. It will be a variety of things. If you've only literally got £1,300 spare, it's not a case of I'm not going to pay my electricity bill. It's, no, I you understand can't. That. I understand you that.
1: cannot. And I think you, you're going to have to give help targeted at that Um, at at those people. What you can't do, and this is the point about a price cap, and it was a stupid idea of Mrs May to have a price cap in the first place. What you can't do, in my view, is say, we're going to hold the price cap steady because that way everybody will pay less, even those who can afford to pay more. And that, I think, is the wrong approach, and that's what we've had in the COVID sort of approach, and that's what Richie Sunak seems to be saying. That, I think, is wrong. So I think we need a programme which is targeted on people who really need help.
2: But don't you think so? When I'm thinking about the energy companies, over the last ten years, let me just be clear. When you say energy companies, what what do you mean? I suppose I'm talking about the, uh, the, you know, Eon and the company. um, But the people people that you buy, yeah, the distributors. Yeah, but
1: but they don't make any gas. No, they buy gas. But what I'm saying is, and power from somebody else. They don't generate it. But but
2: can I? So when, so when um, the the price of energy and gas goes up and down all all the time. That never seems to be passed on to, you know, households. The, 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 the money always sort of stays s-
1: stable. The, the, so You're barking up the wrong tree. Can we
2: trust the energy the, the companies the to people, drop this?
1: The distributors, the people who you pay your bills to, are actually not very profitable. They don't make much money at all. They're, they're basically passing on something under a brand. They don't produce oil and gas um, and, and they're not in that business. The generators, the people who generate the electricity that they're distributing, the one, the people who own the power plants, they're not making a huge amount of money either. Well, someone because, is. Yeah, The people who are making money are the people who are producing oil and gas. And the biggest ones of those are abroad. We have some because we do produce oil and gas in the North Sea. But that's where the money is being made at the moment. It's not being made downstream into your home.
2: But, but the, the penalty is downstream into our
1: homes. That's, yes, the, of course that's is. the issue. Because things the, the... have got more expensive. When but they haven't when got more expensive. Yes, they no, they, they haven't have. got. When I was alive. It's
2: speculative. When, it's no, a speculative market. It's not harder... Hang on, no. you can't do it Sorry. talk <laughs> over each other it's, because it's
1: people at home can't hear you. The it. fact is that the Russians have got control of a large part of the gas market because they produce so much and they're putting the squeeze on it and forcing the prices up. And they're doing that to punish us for supporting the Ukraine. Now, when I was young, back in 1971, there was an Arab-Israel war and we saw the price of petrol go up by... It tripled, tripled in a matter of months. price of petrol went up. We were all poorer as a result of that. It never came down again. It never, only ever went up after that. And that was exactly the same thing because for the first time, the oil-producing states in OPEC had got control, enough control of the market for them to be able to say, we're going to punish you because you're too friendly towards Israel. Put the the politics out of it for a moment. It's simply a case of producers putting a squeeze on the market and forcing up prices for their own geopolitical reasons. And the consequence of it is we're poorer. Now, we're better off, actually, than most countries in the European Union, because we do produce our own oil and gas. So we have got some some production of our own here, whereas most of them don't. Actually.
0: But we're currently importing more gas than we domestically uh, produce for our use. Yeah, here. we always do. We, mm. we have done. We, we, do, and, we
1: don't produce enough gas to serve our needs, but we do produce some but, gas.
2: But, Daniel. Whether we're better off or not is arbitrary because it's not, the, it's not. well, it is because no, at the moment
1: in, in Germany. Hang on, let her come back. Factories.
2: But, but, uh, whether we're better off than anyone else <laughs> is arbitrary at the moment because we know we are looking down the barrel of the next year where people i mean let's let's be really honest yeah, about this a, absolute poverty but, is returning but, but is people better, are going to die but what of is, being on what daniel I, better I,
1: answer than actually targeted help at people who need but
2: but what is the targeted help because well, i can't i can't see i can't I see, right. that I can't see be, this as happening that has to be
1: worked out people want a panic answer now It's not panic. People are
2: people are frightened. You know, when people are frightened, they They need
1: some answers. They 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 do need answers, but they can't expect answers that are going to say there isn't going to be a problem. There is a problem. We are all we know. There's a problem. Yeah, and we are going to be poorer as a result of this and what the Russians.
2: Some of us will be poorer. Some of us will die.
0: That's that is a fact. Because when do you appreciate that that some people will, unfortunately, pass away in all likelihood because they can't afford to heat their homes. They well, that's can't afford why we to need
1: eat. a programme of targeted help, which the government, I think, can put in place starting in September, because the help that's going out in the next few weeks will help get through. These bills are not going up to 5,000 in the next few weeks. If they have got 5,000 at all, we're talking about next year. January. There's time to do something about it with better evidence and better targeting once the new government, whoever leads it, takes place. But
0: I'll tell you takes what I, I'll tell you what I think shameful, um, Daniel. All of this is happening now. Right? And we've got this ridiculous situation in the Tory party where we've got almost Boris Johnson overseeing a a zombie government having meetings with uh, the bosses of these producers, saying, well, you know, really, I'm not going to make any significant changes until the new person comes in in September. By September, things will have already lifted in terms of people's direct debits. Many people would feel that's too late. But by September,
1: the programme that was announced by, um, by the government only a few weeks ago... Will be coming through into people's pockets and into people's bills. So that period is covered, so to speak. Yeah, but there it's only is no covered need to a degree. To panic three,
2: three over the next, it's about £350 there is no pounds need, for the poorest.
1: Uh, plus the money that's being taken off bills, which is £400, bush, won't come through into your pocket, will be taken directly off your bill, um, and the extra payment to the pensioners. So all of that's coming through in the next um, few uh, weeks. And I think, I mean, I, you know, at the bottom of all this, Michelle, you and I agree, it's ridiculous that the Conservative Party gets rid of the Prime Minister like this, and then, of course, it's ridiculous that a consequence of that is they don't know who they're going to have in step to rip I mean, it's the whole thing. Yeah,
0: but you... But you here know. we
1: are with it. I think the point... What the Gordon Brown thing is, which we all have to have a huge panic now... When actually there is still time to do this properly, it doesn't,
2: and- but I think what you need to understand it doesn't feel like there's time for people who are struggling that's now. Because a lot
1: of people are be- panicking and then well, they're not panicking. They're
2: opening their purse and there's nothing in there, and that's not panic. That's a reality for thousands of people, well millions of. People in the country—they're opening their purse, and there is nothing in there now. And they're looking to the winter, and it may be scaremongering, We don't know, but we do know that our bills are higher in the winter. They're going to be higher, and people are frightened. And we don't have—we don't have anybody trying to deal with
0: this at all. So at least you... giving the impression. Because, uh, you know, what I would do if if I was Boris Johnson, I'd have Liz and Rishi in these meetings, I'd come up with a collective solution as of now, because it's well, going to be one of those two. Well, they don't have a collective
1: solution because they don't agree on what the solution is. But then, and there's a democratic process in the Conservative Party to decide which one is actually going to take over. So I mean, mm-hmm. how can you? That, that's a completely mad idea.
0: Well, I think Absolutely it's. I don't think human. it's mad. I, don't, I think it's, it's very sensible. Less, I
1: mean, much less mad would be to say Boris should do it on his own and just tell them that's what I've done. That would at least make sense because he is the prime minister. But, he's won't but then he won't do it. That's not that a bad idea. That's actually. not a bad idea. I'll that's compromise. Idea. Yeah, I'll
0: compromise on that one. Actually, why not? Why not, Boris? Come up with the thing. You guys have been in touch. Uh, one of the things you're saying is tell these two to pack it in, talking <laughs> over each other. So consider you, you've had two warnings now, right. you two. Uh, third one, I'm going to kick them out, ladies and gentlemen. You come back, you do the second part just with me. I'll talk to you on <laughs> my own. Um, right, look, what else is everyone else saying? Um, they are, how to deal with the cost of energy bills? Simple, get out on the streets and protest. Protest, protest, protest. Lee says, mass protests results equal uh, a scared government and immediate action. Lee says, raising a fist, we'll be talking about (laughs) protesters, I can tell you, uh, a bit later on in the programme. Um, David said, well, to help with the energy crisis, we could have sold off our gold reserves. Uh, Unfortunately, Gordon Brown beat us to it and the Americans are still laughing uh, at us. Some people here saying, uh, a cap is not a cap if it keeps rising. The government should fix the cap instead of thinking about handouts. That's David saying this. The flaw in the plan with this, though, David, if you uh, fix the cap here, if the wholesale uh, prices are still going up and you've got an artificially low cap, all you're going to achieve then Is you're going to push more producers, sorry, more suppliers out of the market. And one of the reasons, not the only one, but one of the reasons uh, the standing charge has been increasing is to help cover the costs of shifting people from failed suppliers over to other ones. So, whilst I know it sounds good on paper, you know, stick the cap, practically it would have unintended consequences. David also goes on to talk about nationalisation could work. What I would say to people, is you're going to hear nationalisation thrown around a lot over the next few days. Um, you've got to think it through though, because what are you going to nationalise? Uh, as we've just been discussing, lots of these uh, suppliers, these are not rolling in huge profits. So then, if you start talking about, well, let's nationalise producers, lots of these producers are. A global organisations so how are you even going to do that if you look at the market cap of some of these big producers you're talking about that you're in your hundreds of billions who's going to pay for that and how uh, so that side of the argument doesn't make any sense personally i think that energy our whole strategy of energy and how we get our energy is the thing that should be looked upon because we've put ourselves in a position to chase the green agenda where we've reduced coal Many other Mm. countries, by the way, have been increasing their coal. We've um, reduced coal. We've been reducing the North Sea uh, oil and gas activity. And we haven't been uh, backdating it, backfilling Mm. it with a proper strategy.
2: Mm. It's ludicrous. My da- This is something my dad talks about all the time. My dad's an ex-minor and his uh, pit, uh, where I come from, all the pits closed pretty quickly. And my dad always talks about sitting on top... In his house, he's sitting on top of millions of tonnes of coal yeah. that can never be dug up. It can mm. be. Yeah.
1: I mean, we have 300 years' energy supply sitting on the ground underneath us mm. uh, if we wanted to use it. And, of course, it can be dug up. Um, and used, but we decided not to. Um, and this is one of the things, there's the Energy Bill, which is a, a new act of Parliament, is going through the House of Lords starting in three weeks' time, the 5th of September, and I'm going to be asking questions about these things mm. because I don't think the government has a coherent strategy for what it wants to do with it. was
2: it. the Conservative Party that decided we didn't want coal.
1: Um, well, it was the Conservative <laughs> Party, but everybody's decided they don't want coal now. I mean, if you, uh, it's the parties, at least the voices you'll hear saying we might look at coal are actually in the Conservative Party. You go and talk to the Labour Labour Party, the Liberal Democrats, the Greens, they're all madly against coal. At least I'm open to it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, it's all well and good, isn't it, saying let's reduce coal, let's reduce coal, let's be more green. Uh, But that's not really working, is it? So then we end up beholden to all different countries to buy externally gas that we need. I mean, it's just all ridiculous. Matthew um, says... Michelle, you might hate me for what I'm about to say, but I don't really care about the poor because they choose not to work, so stuff them all. Matthew, goodness gracious me, you do realise that when we're talking about low incomes, it is not just what you might call dolies, people choosing to just sit on the backside and not work. It might be people that, I don't know, they can't work, they might have disabilities, it might be people on low wages, it could be pensioner households. Um, So, yeah, actually, I do think that we should all care, really, about people who physically cannot, despite their best endeavours, afford to heat their home. I'll leave you to ponder that one. Welcome back to Jubes & Co with me, Michelle Dubry, keeping me company until 7 o'clock tonight. My panel, Daniel Moylan, a former advisor to Prime Minister Boris Johnson and Dr Lisa McKenzie, the ethnographer and academic. Lots of you guys getting in touch. Uh, Mark has got the answer. He says, Michelle... This is all a self-inflicted energy crisis due to the incompetence, um, energy policies of successive governments over the last two or three decades. The solution, he says, is simple. Scrap the green subsidies, stop importing gas and electricity and get fracking. Oh, and start building nuclear power uh, stations. It's not difficult, says Mark. There you go, as he just fixed it single-handedly. Uh, you should be charging yourself out as a consultant. I uh, could make a small fortune with plans like that. Anyway, keep your thoughts coming in. Energy, what uh, are we going to do about it? You tell me. Now, let's move on, shall we? Because it's been reported today that Extinction Rebellion protests have cost the Met Police over 60, that's six zero million pounds, since 2019. But it won't stop there, by the way, because there's even more rounds uh, of protesting being planned mass uh, disruption in September. Their aim, of course, is all about the climate change, getting us to take it more seriously, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, who shall I start with? Something tells me that my panel are going <laughs> to massively disagree on this one.
1: Oh, it's a nice, quiet one. This. Yes, not like the last one. Mm. We, we'll be
0: right. See. I'm going to let me start with you, Daniel. Do you think we need to get tougher on protesters?
1: Well, I don't care how much money the police spend, if protesters who are disrupting other people's lawful life and business are taken off the streets and stopped from disrupting them. I don't mind if people go out and protest. I'm perfectly happy if they go out and protest. But they don't have to stop traffic. They don't have to stop people going about their lawful business. And if they do, they should be taken off the streets straight away by the police. That's my view.
0: Yeah, but in this day and age, Daniel, you see it all the time, don't you? These guys glue themselves. I mean, I'd love to even know what glue they use because they seem to stick fast. The only glue I've ever used, uh, you know, it's rubbish, it hardly sticks, but these guys use whatever it is, stick themselves to the floor and then our law enforcement come along messing around with whatever um, substance it is. Well, I saw a guy
1: on a a video, I saw a guy in Italy um, pull some uh, get some sticky uh, in a museum where they were doing it on pictures, get some oh, yeah, I and just that. pull the hand off. I think it stung a bit.
0: but I think um, that...
1: and I think that they might have to sting a bit. I mean, you, you glue yourself to the street, that's a street, that's public property. That's public highway. We're entitled to use that street, and you're not entitled to prevent us and obstruct us from using that highway.
0: Mm. Well, where do you stand on it, Lisa? Well um, well, <laughs> well,
2: extinction rebellion. It's kind of low-hanging fruit. Most people dislike them intensely. And most people... And in London, people really don't like them. I I don't like them. You know, I remember a a few years ago when they were stopping people at half-six in the morning getting to work by climbing on top of the tube trains. And, you know, when we think about Extinction Rebellion, it's very easy to kind of say, "We, we need to get these protesters off the street. But there's a bigger debate here about what... Our democracy means, and what we can and can't do in our democracy, and protest is something that is historically and culturally embedded in our democracy. Yeah. That we can it's go, out, to the that, w- that we can go out, and we can protest, it's and we can. To the street. And you know, as one of uh, the viewers said, that Michelle was sort of reading out a few minutes ago, is we need mass protests to show the government and to show the energy companies that we're not happy and that we don't want to be robbed anymore by these energy companies. So if we all Except go... they're not robbing you. Well, we feel like they are. Yeah. But, but... So, so having... So coming down hard on protesters, arresting protesters, getting them off the streets, um, having new laws to stop protesting... I think is undemocratic and un-British.
0: But do you not think, are there any limits in your mind? Can people just do whatever they want? Well, I'm,
2: I mean, you know, I've been arrested for protesting a few quite a few times. Have I, you been charged? Yes, yeah, I've been to court for protesting. Uh, I've been found not guilty. And- But tell me, just give me an example of the circumstances. What did you do? Well, I we were protesting against a building in Oldgate East that had got two doors. The front door was for uh, private rented tenants and the back door near the bins was for social tenants. And we were doing a, a protest about, against poor doors because there's quite a lot of them in London. There's a lot of these sort of buildings where people have to use different entrances. Yeah, Depart- the Housing
1: Associations yeah. insist on that.
2: Yeah, um, but, but so what we were doing... I did not
0: know that.
2: Yeah, so what we were doing yeah. is protesting against poor doors. Right.
1: Because poor- the Housing Associations don't want to share the communal facilities with the private tenants. These are the lovely... Hu- we love the Housing Associations, but they don't want to share the facilities with the communal tenants because then they'd have to share the service charge and they'd have to pass the service charge on to their own... Social tenants. So the social tenants. A separate building yeah. inside the building. Yeah. So, right. the, so which the is the which, sounds fair
2: enough. Then no, well, no, but, but well, it does but sound fair. It, enough, well, it, there is
1: a reason. For
2: but it. but the minute we start to separate people due, you know, on yes, on exactly. affordability to rent.
1: Yeah, but that's because we we separate people by having social. Housing. So what we were. It's that it's the having the social housing that is the cause of the separation. So
2: what we were right. So let go on so then, tell we, us your story. So what I was doing is I was picketing the rich side of the door. And we were trying to say to the building, to the owner of the building, because actually they're not two separate buildings inside, they're the same building. I've, I've walked through them. And we were trying to say, why can't everyone just walk in the front door? It's not, you know. Um, so, so you our... were
0: stopping people getting into their own house?
2: No, 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 we weren't. We were just sort of stood on the road. We didn't stop right. anybody getting in. We were just picketing. And uh, the police said that I had stuck a sticker on the window and that had caused. And did you? No. Somebody else had, but I hadn't. Right. And so the police said that that was criminal damage because there's some glue stuck to the window. So I went to court. Uh, We looked at the CCTV. Someone else had stuck the sticker on the window. So the police then charged me for joint enterprise, saying I was there when another person stuck a sticker on a window. And that's the sort of thing that... You know, the police do when it comes to protesting. We had yeah, a. So we, it's
1: not nothing about new laws.
2: We, we had a legal right to protest. Extin- I,
1: but I'm not saying. But, but, but I'm not disputing your legal right to protest. And I do think that putting a sticker on a window is a bit extreme to call that criminal damage. But um, what we're talking about here is Extinction Rebellion, yeah, which yeah. isn't doing what you're describing.
2: But we don't want new laws and, just because of Extinction Rebellion. Well, I think we do
1: want new laws to deal with Extinction Rebellion. If the police don't deal with them under existing law, but
2: the police could deal with, with with extinction rebellion a lot better than they do. I They're mean, a lot more effective when,
0: when there was so yeah, at they the moment, they do you know what? I'll tell you. I would give them two tips if I was um, ahead of the police. I would say do two things. If people start locking onto stuff or gluing themselves there, leave them. Yeah. <laughs> Either <laughs> leave if you want to lock yourself to I don't know whatever. Stay there. Let's see how long you last. Just stay there. Or, if you want to glue yourself to a road, I'd rip them off. That's what I would do. Well, they so wonder if you glue, if you came to a street near me and you glued your hand to a street and you stopped me doing what I was trying to do, go to work, go to school, I would rip your hand off.
1: You'd be arrested for
0: that. We... we
2: when... You know, I, what I'm saying with Extinction Rebellion is they're at low hanging fruit. Everyone knows that they are... You know, they disrupt people's days. So Ordinary working-class people can't what get to work. To do they don't do themselves any favours well, at all. About? What would I do about them? Um... I mean, the, what the police... The police seem to manage them OK, actually, don't they? I mean, no, I mean, to start with...
1: The they with, They supervise...
2: To start with, they left them. They left them alone for days and days and days. And
1: that's what they still do.
2: But now they don't. I mean, now they
0: arrest them. I mean, But seems... what do you think to some of these uh, new suggestions, then? So some of the new suggestions are creating a new criminal offence of locking on and going equipped to lock on so you would have a maximum penalty of six months imprisonment or an unlimited fine or birth. Do you agree with that? No. <laughs> okay uh introducing a new offense of obstructing major transport works again a six month maximum penalty or uh sorry six months imprisonment unlimited fine do you agree with that no. <laughs> So you don't agree, and then the next one. I mean, yeah. I don't know why I'm even <laughs> bothering because I know that you're going to say no. Um, but anyway, interference with key national infrastructure again. Do you think? No, and there's a reason. There is a reason
2: because I've been in that situation where the police has arrested me for sticking a putting a sticker on a window that I didn't do, and then because they couldn't get that that. Char- I couldn't get to that charge. But they but then they then raise the charge to um, joint, joint enterprise. But Lisa, I, don't pl- I don't trust the police with these. I don't
1: understand these. whether you, what you could be saying. One of three things. You could be saying. You don't approve of Extinction Rebellion and what you, what they do, but they should be allowed to carry on doing yes. it. Yes, you should be saying that. I you do believe. Really, I that.
2: do say that. yeah. you could
1: be saying that the police don't need new laws because they could deal with Extinction Rebellion. Anyway. I
2: do think that. Yeah,
1: and and you could be saying we, we need new laws. Now, I don't. One of, one I don't think three. we
2: need new laws.
1: It's one of those three. So, which of the first two is it? Is I it? think
2: it's both of those first two. So I, the, I, the police.
1: The police have the powers to deal with them at the moment, in your view. Yeah, I think they do, yeah. And But they shouldn't deal with them.
2: No, I think they should. I mean, the police will do... Well, they should or do they the should The police should, should do they, whatever should they do. They. But protesters should also have a right to protest as well. Yeah, but
1: they have a right to protest. But yes, should that right extend to sticking yourself to the street? And if it does, uh, should you be taken off as, as smartly as possible? I don't. I mean, understand. if you
2: want to stick yourself to the street, it's not something I would do. I would not do that. No, no, I know but that. if you wanted to do that, should that's be allowed. That you you should do that if that's what you want All to right. do. And then, what, and then if the police, and then, and then
1: what should the police do? Just take you away. Or yeah.
2: If now? the police, and then if the police want to use the powers that they've got to remove you, what they've they've already got existing powers to do that. Okay, we so don't you, need you anything agree extra. With me
1: that you agree with me that the police should whip them off as fast as possible.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, right. yes. So we, yes, uh, said, really. Yeah. See, I knew yeah. we'd end up with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. If that's yeah. if So that... we're on the
1: same place. And I don't care how much money they spend doing it. Well, Get on with it. On with
2: it. Yeah, I, ju- I just think that when we talk about Extinction Rebellion, everybody's heckles goes up. But but what we've got to realise is there are big issues coming down the line, and we will need our rights to protest more than ever. So I don't want these these... New protest laws coming in you now. do have a
1: lot of confidence in democracy as a way of sorting things out.
2: Do I? Do I? Don't know. No, I don't think any of us do, do we, at the moment? Well,
1: well I mean, <laughs> if you don't believe in democracy, you've given up... I do believe,
2: believe in democracy. I don't believe that where we are at the moment, we are living
0: in um, fair and democratic times. Oh right! And I'll tell you, I do actually think that the police should be um, slower to respond to the people who are responding to the protests. If you followed my sentence, because I remember seeing uh, lots of who were they? Was it was Insulate Britain or whatever it was, with the stupid banners blocking the roads, thinking that somehow they're, they're Um, cause trumped every single other person's ability to get to school, to get to work, to get to hospital appointments, wherever. And I remember seeing truckers or whatever getting a hold of these guys and pulling them off the road and the police were going for the people doing the pulling Mm, and not the people blocking the road. So something there to me is not uh, quite right. uh, Mike says, Michelle, there's a big difference between protesting and gluing yourself to the road. This is the problem, though. Um, Some people... Uh, Mike, don't think that there's a difference. They think it's absolutely perfectly fine to glue yourself to said road, Paul says. Uh, this is simple, Michelle. Uh, if people want to glue themselves to roads, get a, get some more glue, pull them off the road, move them to the pavement, glue them to that and leave them there. What That's the what Paul says.
1: Pedestrians, they will be in the way of the pedestrians. I'd glue them to the wall six feet up.
0: Oh, Vicky. Vicky's uh, not messing around, she says... Get the water cannons out, follow the French and do that. Lisa uh, is having absolutely none of that. Hello there, welcome back to Dubas & Co with me, Michelle Jubbury, keeping me company till seven. A quick reminder, we've got my panel, Daniel Moylan, who's a former advisor to Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and Dr Lisa McKenzie, the ethnographer and academic. Uh, good evening to both of you. Um, we've just been talking about going back out on the road. We had good fun yesterday. I liked being in my little uh, working man's club up in Manchester. It was excellent. Uh, so Lisa's just been saying we should get ourselves down to a miner's village and go and talk to them. About energy and all of that. Uh, Never say never. I do quite like uh, visiting a watering hole, so uh, let's not, uh, I won't say no watch this space, that's what I'll say, because we did have good fun yesterday. Right, let's talk about Donald Trump, shall we? Mm -hmm. Uh, You might have seen uh, the news, it's been quite uh, a week, should we say, for the former President Donald Trump. Uh, Yesterday, for example, uh, Trump invoked his Fifth Amendment rights and refused to answer questions when he was interviewed as part of a New York State investigation into his family's business practices. All of this, of course, occurred just a couple of days after uh, his Florida home was raided by the FBI, apparently as part of an investigation into his handling of classified material. Uh, This is what Trump said ahead of his questioning in New York. Uh, Seeing racist NYS Attorney General tomorrow for a continuation of the greatest witch hunt in US history. My great company and myself are being attacked from all sides, Banana Republic. I don't know, something about Donald Trump. I do smile the way that he kind of talks about his great company. No, I, I think it's always better to let other people compliment you and your achievements, but anyway, I digress. That's
1: not his style. No,
0: no, that's why it always makes me smile. Uh, where do you stand on this? Is he a victim of a witch hunt at the moment?
1: I think the democratic left in America is uh, determined to, dis- to remove him from democratic politics, ideally by putting him in jail. And then they make no secret of this. That's what they want to do. And I think, and they're they're quite vicious about him. And I've no idea what's behind this raid on his estate in Florida. And I don't know anything about his business. But that's what they're determined to do. It's terribly undemocratic because they want to remove him from the democratic process. And there's a real danger, I think, of a, a sort of civil war, a breaking apart at least, of the United States um, over exactly this. I think the FBI is in a very difficult position now because if they, as a result of this raid, they find nothing of any interest, then I think that they're they're probably finished as an organization. I think they will be broken up because um, when the Republicans come to power, then they're never gonna forgive this. What it's certainly done at the moment, and Trump recognizes this, is it's galvanized his supporters around Mm. him. This has definitely strengthened him but it all comes from the fact that there's a bunch of people in america who think they run the country and they don't want to listen to the views of the majority of or not the majority but a, the majority the, a lot of those people in the center of america who don't live on the coasts who've got very different views from them
2: lisa i i actually do think this is a witch hunt against donald trump
0: i did not expect no, you to say no. that and it's
2: not because i've got any you know, kind feelings for Donald Trump. I, I definitely don't. But I do think that Donald Trump is sort of a, is symbolic of the sort of Western capitalist democracy that we have now, that we've had since, you know, the since 1945. It's sort of coming to an end. I think we are coming at, to, at the end of some sort of historical epoch. I think Donald Trump is symbolic of that, um, and I think that those who want things to stay the same are very frightened of, you know, the potential of a Donald Trump. Um, I think it's symbolic more than it's about him. Um, so, yeah, I do think that there is a witch hunt, but I, I think it's for perhaps different reasons to... You know, it's not particularly about Donald Trump. It's about the fear of the, the public in the US... Um, choosing perhaps the wrong
0: candidate. The wrong (laughs) candidate, eh? One man's wrong candidate is uh, another man's desired candidate, isn't it? Uh, Hazel says the Trump family have been harassed since day one. I have to say, I do agree with you uh, on that. A lot of people, it doesn't matter what Donald Trump did, a lot of people simply were never, ever, ever going to be able to accept him and certainly wouldn't be able to accept him running again. Um, A lot of support, actually, coming in uh, for Donald Trump. Who's this? David says, What's happened in Donald Trump seems to be reflected in the UK in the continuous attacks on Boris Johnson by lots of the mainstream media. That's
1: why it matters here, you see, because it's the same the handbook the left in america have been using against trump that the left here have been adopting against boris mm. uh, See, i think it successfully. might be
2: i think it's more to do with sort of the ending of this sort of political social epoch and um, something new is happening i think that's why it's mm. relevant here is that, you know,
1: I'm we... as convinced that we're at the, well, end well, of this the... Talk, but I'm open to discuss Yeah.
0: You're <laughs> open to you're open to the uh, concept. Wayne says, Michelle, where on earth are you gonna find a miners village these days, None left? Yes, I know that. I can meant More kind of former. I know Lee was one, of course. But we were just talking about Nottingham, wasn't we? For example, Um, get out and about, go meet the people. That's what we like to do here, don't we? The People's Channel and all that. I like talking to you guys, and even more so in the flesh. Um, What's this, Uh, Margaret? Of course, Donald Trump is a victim. Before he even walked down the stairs uh, to get uh, inaugurated, many people were vowing to uh, impeach him right from day one. There you go. Lots of ideas about the energy um, situation coming in as well. You guys, you're very smart. Uh, You could earn some money, lots of you, uh, with some of your energy suggestions. Get them sold in to the government because, let's face it, some of them don't seem to have a clue. Right, that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for your company. Daniel, Lisa as well, thank you for (laughs) yours.